2: and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChambaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.
1: Welcome to the Cricket Badger IPL Daily Podcast 2021. The Indian Premier League 14th edition. It's great to have you with us. From the first match all the way to the final. Chennai Super Kings, Delhi Capitals, Kolkata Knight Riders. Mumbai Indians, Punjab Kings, Rajasthan Royals, Royal Challengers, Bangalore, Sunrisers, Hyderabad. May the best team win. Brought to you in association with who knows wins. Put your money where your mates are and play along with the cricket badger.
2: Download our app right now from the apple app store or the google play store and play against your friends with bragging rights and real money on the line who knows wins put your money where your mates are who knows wins in a league of their own let's uh, move on then with our selections you've got rcb in six i've got a csk in six you've got uh CSK in fourth and I've got RCB in fourth so we've kind of swapped those two around who sandwiches them in the middle and who comes fifth so
0: I've got uh the Kolkata Knight Riders at number we, five. we're very similar you know? <laughs> I've got them I've got them fifth as well yeah and and they finished fifth last year they've got this incredible uh spin attack they've got Chakravarti they've got uh, Bhajis just joined them they've got Kuldeep Yadav they've got the great Sunil Narayan M- my worry for them is actually they they two big players One, Andre Russell, who before last year, you could have an argument about being an IPL great, uh, greatest of all time, and Sunil Narayan, equally uh, a person who could be considered one of the greatest T20 players of all time. But they both sort of faded a little. So IPL 2021, KKR, we're looking to see what, what they can bring to the table. And for me, actually, Narayan doesn't even start the uh, first game I think Shakib uh, who's returning to the KKR after a yeah. few years with the Hyderabad franchise he starts because he's just more dependable with his batting his bowling's probably similar Narayan's tailed off with the ball of, over time so uh, he
2: had some real struggles last year because yeah. he? he lost his yeah. action he got actually suspended for a couple of games didn't he? and ended up trundling in as a kind of very slow medium pace bowler
0: yeah and, and I mean Shakib's a, a world class player there's no doubt about it he's played for the KKR before he didn't actually miss out that much because of his suspension for match fix or spot fixing or whatever the uh, corrupt approaches issue was um, that happened because COVID hit at the same time so he kind of served a suspension uh, simultaneous to that. The other worry they'd have is uh, right up top now for me I would like to see Shubman Gill who's come out and said uh, I don't know why he said it he comes out and says strike rate is overrated but it's not strike rate is important in t 20 cricket. What
2: he was trying to say is you play to the situation situation. exactly, and then mention strike rate in every single (laughs) sentence after that so you you can't kind of have it both ways, can you? Absolutely. And and
0: he he should open the batting and that's the one anchor you can have in the team. Yeah. But everyone else at that power-packed middle order is just Owen oh, Morgan, DK, Russell, just absolutely smashing it. just brilliant. And so... For me, Tripathi opens the batting with him. But the other area of concern for them will be their young Indian quicks. They've got Prasid Krishna. They're going to have to play him and they're going to have to play one of Mavi and Nagar Koti, who are both young and quick. And they've played before. Uh, But to pair up those quicks with um, Pat Cummins, uh, the teams playing them will likely want to play Pat Cummins out and then
2: go after the Indian, slightly less experienced players. And with KKR... Andre Russell is a player that can win any game on his own. Built like a tree trunk, he's got muscles. If we combine both your muscles and my muscles, we make one Andre Russell arm, don't we? Because he is just enormously powerful. Two seasons ago in the IPL, he was winning games from cast iron losing situations. If they get him to perform anything like that, that gives him a major asset. If he performs like he did last season, he's no better than anybody else, is he? Yeah, they need a, a, a Dre Russ to fire.
0: I mean, he changed how we look at T20 chases a couple of years ago. He would just win games from absolutely nowhere 2019 was probably peak Russell and teams would be worried about bowling at him and I mean he was uh, bowling as well he was fielding brilliantly but he's had his injury troubles uh, I think he's he's also a little bit of a troublemaker in the dressing room because we saw him come out with comments about where he's batting and I mean you don't want that from your players I mean have the chat in the dressing room don't don't have it in, in public with the media with the press and it then becomes a thing which distracts from the actual action Action on the fields and i'm happy for other people to talk about it but what he shouldn't be going out there and saying is i want to bat it for i mean that's for yeah. you to speak to your captain about not to, to for you to speak to the media about him so um let's see i mean he he's had trouble with his uh his cpl team as well if i'm not wrong he's come out and made public comments about that as well and i think he plays for jamaica and he wasn't very happy playing um for them for some reason he wanted to move franchise and made a comment about that so this year he's got a point to prove because until last year you would say that he's an all-time great in the IPL despite having only played it for four or five years he's got to come out and earn that uh, tag again
2: One of the things we're going to get isn't it with T20 cricket the fact that people have such big wallets and such big egos you're going to get those kind of guys that are maybe seen as a little bit of a troublemaker because they're going to speak their mind because they've got a solid foundation to do that from haven't they because they don't Fear, you know, if, if somebody turned around tomorrow and said Andre Russell, you're never going to play cricket again, he's not going to be short of a few quid, is he? He's not going to worry how to pay the gas bill, Andre Russell. Yeah, no, but I mean, he's got to remember that the West Indies cricket is is slightly in
0: disarray as well. So it's not like he can go back and and rely on his uh, his national contract. Like I, I can see a player from England doing that going back and saying I'm going to play for England uh, that's fine I mean Joss Butler would never make those comments of where he should bat I know Owen Morgan's been telling the Rajasthan Royals where him and, and Stokes should bat but
2: uh, I thought that was really strange it, it either, was it, either Owen Morgan's been FaceTiming Joss and, and Ben in the in various hotels and they've kind of let slip that's how they're going to play or it's Owen Morgan saying that's where I want them to play Yeah,
0: it's funny I mean especially since neither and jo- I don't think uh, Joss opens for England in D20 cricket could Baird you know, opens no, with
2: but no Joss Butler's opening for England. They definitely want Joss Butler to open for England. Oh, with with and, 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 no Baird goes in at number four in the T20s and and Jason Roy opens with um, with oh, Joss okay. Butler with Ben Stokes coming in at five. I personally think Ben Stokes should open for England and Joss Butler should come in at five or six because I think he's a terrific finisher in, in, England. in T20 games. Yeah, and England lack the finisher, whereas England don't lack any firepower in the top three. They've got so many that can go out there and blast it from the top. They haven't got too many people that can see it at home. Interesting because
0: I I mean especially for me. The there was this old adage which said that you've got to get your best player to play the most number of balls, which was the idea why Sachin opened the batting for, for India in '94. In there's even, there's a big argument to be made for that in T20. You've got 120 balls and you've got to maximize value out of yeah. each of those. So for me, I would put Rishabh Pant right up on top for, for India and I would put Josh Butler and Ben Stokes opening the batting and going at it from from ball one. I mean, Ishan Kishan is a similar player, just put them up the order, let them go wild. And you could end up with 300 at one stage if if, if they actually click.
2: Light the firework
0: and and watch them watch them shine and and that's what T20 cricket's yeah. about. It's not about scoring 140 and watching the ball spin all over the place. That we've got test cricket for that, and we should have one day cricket for that, where the pitches should get harder and scores should get low. T20 cricket is about sixes and fours. It's about everybody getting around to television and watching exciting cricket. It's I mean the ball bowl, bowlers become a little bit of can for but make the boundaries bigger. I would say, yeah. and that's the answer for that.
2: I've been shut at home and I just want to play cricket you know I just want to go out there and play cricket I know exactly the right place for you to go to Where's that Mr Badger? I think you should go and check out blackratcricket.co.uk blackratcricket.co.uk Blackratcricket Cricket have a swanky new website and everything you need to get the most out of your game bats, equipment they can make your dreams come true Oh thank you very much Mr Badger I'm going to go and check it out now Oh and don't forget when you check out not, quote badger, and you can get yourself 15% off whatever you purchase from blackratcricket.co.uk. 15% off? That's a cracking deal. Thanks, Mr. Badger. It's a pleasure. And thank you very much to blackratcricket.co.uk for their support of our IPL 2021 daily podcasts. Check them out and remember when you've got everything in your shopping cart, quote badger, and get yourself 15% off. Good luck for the season, everybody. Oh, oh. Let's move in then to the top three we're getting to the business end DJ of this IPL in terms of how we're predicting it obviously our predictions make no difference to this tournament whatsoever but it's just our little bit of a hunch as to where things are going I mean we've so far gone in the order of Rajasthan Royals Kings 11 to finish in the bottom two you've got CSK at number four I've got RCB at four and vice versa we've got KKR at five but we've obviously now got three franchises left we've got the defending champions of Mumbai Indians we've got Sunrisers Hyderabad who are perpetual playoff contenders and we've got Delhi Capitals, your team who finished third two years ago, second last year. Can they actually get their first IPL crown this time? DJ, who's three on your list? So I've got the Sunrisers, Hyderabad, that has three on
0: my list. They've won the championship once, um, captained by TikTok champion David Warner coached by ex-England
2: oh, uh, uh, if somebody could just take his phone off him please because those TikTok, TikTok videos banned
0: in India so he's, he's good he's going to contra- oh, thank, he's thank, thank, contra- you, contra- India, thank you
2: India thank you India
0: thank you India coach by Trevor Bayless they just picked up Jason Roy possibly as a um, replacement for Warner because of injury concerns but I mean they are I have to say and I might get some hate for this but I just find them as they, they just play an unattractive but very effective
2: form of D20. They don't score massive scores, but they've got a bowling attack that can defend their their mediocre scores, haven't they? Exactly and and they don't go they don't go um, helpful leather first
0: ball uh, but they've got a fantastic death bowling lineup with with uh, Natrajan and Bovi
2: just fun and with Buvi coming back into form it's great when, when you actually look at the auction the, the auction that's just gone and we've seen the, the fast bowlers going for massive massive sums effectively SRH have got a new player in Bhoovey without actually signing anybody haven't they because he was coming back to full fitness and coming back to confidence after his performance with, Ind- with India you'd expect him to rock up into that Sunrise's dressing room feeling 100% again
0: Oh absolutely and and he's he's going to be key for them like every year uh, Rashid Khan classic I mean he just squeezes the, the batsman the Bhoovey comes on Natrajan comes on you've got Sandeep Sharma you've got Khalil you've got loads of kind of Siddharth Kaur all of these guys kind of will back you up and they're decent they've all kind of played for, for India as well you've got Vijay Shankar the 3D player that played the World Cup at number 4 started the World Cup at number 4 for India the interesting acquisition that they made was Kedar Jadav right and he was let go of the CSK last year but that was a great buy for them they had an inexperienced lower mid-order they had Abdul Samad and they had um, what's his name Pags, Abhishek Sharma um, was in there wasn't he Abhishek Sharma and yeah. Priyam Garg yeah. right so those are all kind of so you can't shouldn't have two of them playing in your 11 you should have one of them yeah they, they, they're
2: they youngsters with massive potential but not actually doing it exactly. now aren't they yeah.
0: exactly and so you bring in a guy who's been there who's who's played cricket for India and he will kind of Guide them through. So for, he, for him to come in is a, is a massive. They plugged the only gap, which was the inexperienced middle order with that acquisition of Jadav. Now they've got to work out who they're best for overseas are going to be. They've got Jason Holder, they've got Kane Williamson, or Roy Warner. Warner's captain, so he's going to play.
2: Their, their overseas jigsaw is actually probably harder to assemble than any of the teams, isn't it because yeah. they've got eight that you could possibly yeah, yeah make a case for starting. Yeah Rashid Khan's going to start, isn't he? David yeah. Warner, as you say, is going to start as their captain. but we saw Johnny Bairstow, who had been a fixture for them at the top of the order, lose his place at the end of last season with Jason Holder coming in to provide that balance further down. Not many teams would have dropped Johnny Bairstow off what he'd done um, in the previous uh, sort of IPL and a half. Yeah, it's going to be interesting because they they played a lot better at the end of last year when Jason Holder came in, didn't they?
0: Yeah, and and they got... uh, The the replacement for Besto was Saha who came in and smashed a quick fire 50 before going off with a groin injury. They've got Pandey. They've got... I mean, classic player in Kane Williamson. You always think of him as a test or ODI specialist, but he's a great T20 player. He accelerated exactly the right time. So I'd say they're almost the antithesis of the RCB because I love watching the RCB, but they don't always pull together. These guys they come together, make a massive team effort, but it's sometimes a little bit dull to watch. I mean, a classic example of that last year is when the, do you remember the day they had two super overs?
2: Yes. How can I forget that?
0: (laughs) Yes. So the first of those games involved the Sunrisers, Hedraba, then I think David Warner was on strike at the end of the second innings and he just kind of Punted it for one instead of trying to smash it. I can't see any other team just saying, "Okay, we're going. We're going to take the conservative approach, and we're going to go for one." And um, so it's, it, but it's, a, but it's a method that's worked for them well over the years. They make the playoffs almost every year. They made it in 2019. They made it last year. They won it in 2016. So it's a it, there's method to the um, to the to the way they play. So I'd, I'd put them as as three
2: as uh, in, in my lineup of um, the IPL teams. You're going to say method to the madness, but it's not really madness with SRH. There's it a really li- isn't. that. Th- there's the a anti- lead on SRH, S- isn't there, in terms <laughs> of their madness, I think. That's why they're so consistent. Right, you've gone for SRH in third then. Um, before I tell you who is in my third, I'm going to get your, get your second and first. Who is going to finish second in this IPL? And then by virtue of who you leave out who's going to win it I'm going to say the Mumbai Indians are going to finish
0: second because they've won too many times and it's making the IPL a little bit boring I mean the old joke used to be that uh, the IPL is a tournament where teams play each other for six weeks to work out who plays CSK in
2: the final it's almost changed to uh, the IPL is six well, weeks so you, you, you know my, my, my team's Mumbai Indians I actually got attracted from Mumbai to Mumbai Indians in the early years of the IPL because I didn't win it for the first six and being a traditional Englishman I like the underdog I like the team that uh, I like a few of their players they never win it right let's latch on to them to to try and get them towards glory and then obviously in the second half of the IPL's history they've dominated haven't they completely Um, so you're SRH in third Mumbai Indians in second and Delhi Capitals in first this is where we do have our our differences because I have Delhi Capitals in third I have SRH in second and Mumbai Indians to win it again Um, but I guess the fact that I've got Mumbai Indians and you've got Delhi Capitals we're kind of heart and head involved in that as well isn't (laughs) it it's an emotional decision quite like the um, CSK making the playoffs just
0: because I want to see those guys do well got Rena and uh, MSD you've got uh, I don't I don't think we actually spoke much about them, but they've they've actually improved their team a lot. Um, they've they've got Sam Curran, a dynamic player. They've I don't know whether Faf plays, but they've got Moin Ali. Right. And
2: I think he opens the batting for them, and he provides that off spin. And... I think Moen could be a real make a big difference for them because um, yeah. R- RCB didn't seem to trust Moeen, um, certainly in the second season. And I don't think he was potentially playing very well actually at, at the time Moeen. So th- there was a reason for them maybe not to pick him. But it does seem to have got a, f- a bit more game time just recently, and I think um, I think he could be a major asset for CSK if they use him right.
0: Yeah, and they, they've got all these players who on paper look okay. Rana's coming back, Mister IPL. Remember, Bhaji and Rana didn't play last year. But do, do
2: you think, um, just on the Rainer and, and, and MSD thing, do you think that they are kind of on the downward spiral a little bit in terms of their career? Do they actually come in and add anything? Does just, just bringing Suresh Rainer back in, other than the massive amount of experience, does that actually improve their batting any?
0: Oh yeah, it's a, 100%. He's, he is Mr. IPL, one of the highest run scorers in the IPL. He's looking fit, raring to go. He's, I mean, before he announced his um, retirement from international cricket, he, he was actually trying to make a comeback into the T20 mm. World Cup. Squad, So he's got cricket left in him and he's only 34. Remember, I mean, the rest of them, Dhoni's closer to 40 than 35, right? So I would say Dhoni is probably going to be his last IPL, which is why I want him to make the uh, playoffs. Um, Yeah, I'm not sure he'll go further than that. But they've had time to work out their strategies. They've, They've had time to work out what went wrong last year. I mean, they weren't far off. They finished seventh. They finished above the Rajasthan Royals, if you, if you think about it. So, uh, and Stephen and they were Fleming their combinations by the yeah, end of it. Yeah,
2: Ste- Stephen Fleming's a, a bright cricket brain, isn't he? As well, he's not going to accept the same again. You would hope, in the same way, I'm saying to you, neutral venue, same again. Can't see too much change. Stephen Fleming certainly won't be thinking that way. Neither will MSD. He will, if it is going to be his last tournament, is going to want to go out with a bang. And you would hope that they've learnt a little bit from last season as well in terms of what they did right and what they had done wrong.
1: and i sent the badger a message and now i'm on the podcast with this jingle if you would like to get in touch with the cricket badger podcast then tweet at cricket underscore badger
2: I mean, just going on to the uh, the MSD potentially being his last year, there's a few, I mean, I've just really scribbled down a list here, Imran Tahir being another, um, and he comes potentially back into that CSK side. We hardly saw him at all. I think he was one or two games he played towards the end last season. He, yeah, I yeah. think, I mean, he's one of the best white ball spinners in terms of T20 in, in world cricket. So if they've got him fitting in, in decent form, that adds a, almost a new player to their squad as well. But MSD, Imran Tahir, you're looking at Harbhajan Singh, Chris Gale potentially, Faf de Plessis not getting any younger. Dwayne Bravo for CSK is kind of getting towards the end of his career as well. There's a few in that uh, in this tournament who we might be saying goodbye to because obviously with the major auction around the corner and teams having to maybe commit to players for another three seasons from after this tournament, are they going to sign Dwayne Bravo again? Is MSD going to Commit for three seasons, possibly not. Are they? No, probably
0: not. I think Bhaji's actually moved over to the KKR since, so that that's one less over thirty player for them. But they've got they've now got a good mix of kind of older players and younger players. So you've got Guy Kwart who scored three half centuries at the end of last year. And he looked really good, um, didn't he? Yeah, he looked he looked good. I mean, he he had issues with COVID as well to start off with, so he had a slow start. You've got Cheher you've got Thakur who's who's really shown um, promise for India, and uh, some are tipping him to be the um, the um, Purple Cap winner this year, which is, which is interesting. But you've
2: got Jadeja who batted I, I, thought, I, a thought, somebody, I thought somebody was coming to arrest you then.
0: <laughs> yeah, for uh, for calling Thakur the purple cap winner. <laughs> but you've got Raidu, you've got uh, uh, Robin Utapa, all of these guys are like 30, 35-ish. Mm. They've got the experience. Now the question is, can they bring that firepower up top with Moeen Ali who could score quickly? You've got Pajara
2: who's been hitting is it like is. Andre Russell in the next looks yeah, of the yeah. videos. Yeah.
0: yeah, I think uh,
2: that's video editing at it it's
0: best uh, but I mean there's a lack of game time let's be honest MSD doesn't play international cricket anymore Reyna's been out Jadeja's been out for a couple of months it's, it's going to so. take him
2: a little bit of time to get up to speed isn't it surely if you're MSD and you get sort of four or five low scores in your first five innings people start to say well he's finished now isn't they you don't want that as being kind of the narrative of your last IPL
0: no I, I don't think it'll bother him too much I mean his legacy is probably unimpeachable in, in Indian cricket but there, there's a young kid who knocked his off stump out which, uh, which is one of the perks of, um, I think it's Harishankar Reddy is his name. So it's one of the perks of being slightly older. That If you do get bowled by a youngster, he he makes a big name for himself. Kind of like how Sachin got out to Piyush Chabla which basically led him into getting to the Indian team.
2: Well, Harishankar Reddy got him out twice, I think, in the practice games ahead of the uh, tournament. So, uh, yeah, we we did a, a Uh, podcast just recently about the youngsters to watch, and Harry Shankar Reddy was one of the uh, CSK youngsters. If he gets his opportunity, um, MSD certainly. I mean, despite the fact that the, their dad's army, he's not averse to uh, trusting in the youth. He certainly got a high regard for Sam Curran, judging by the way the tournament went last year. Sam Curran got gradually higher in the order as the tournament went on, as they get, as, as batsmen fell by the wayside for lack of form. Sam Curran just went up a notch, and uh, I think he even opened um, yeah, for yeah. a couple of games in, in the uh, CSK lineup we've talked about sunrises and um, Delhi Capitals against Mumbai Indians is then is your final repeat of last yeah. year but with Delhi winning it this time around we have obviously already yeah. talked about uh, young Rishabh Panthers captain um, in the uh, Delhi Capitals lineup why do you think they're going to go one better this time around I mean that when, when we talk about uh, when we started off this podcast and we said we started at bottom up and we were looking for the unbalanced squads I think Mumbai and Delhi are the two best balanced squads yeah. in the tournament absolutely and that that's
0: why I've got them as, as one and two and it's more of hope than than a uh, uh, confirmation that they win. But I think that the Delhi Capital squad this time around is suited to every uh, ground they're going to play on they're going to play in Mumbai Chennai Ahmedabad Kolkata they've got Shaw and Pant in terrific form remember Shaw had fallen off last year but he scored 827 runs in the list A competition recently His Ricky Ponting has come out and, and said
2: some funny things about him but, but I think was, that was a strange comment wasn't it to make about one of your own players whether, whether, it, was, <laughs> whether it was mind games pretty, pretty sure, and he was trying to say to him come on lad, work a bit harder but basically what he said was that when he's playing really nicely he loves to have a net because he's feeling baton ball he's feeling a million dollars when he's out of form as he was last season and he had a succession of Ducks, didn't he, last year? Was it four or five on the bounce almost? Yeah. Um, and basically when Ricky Ponting went up to him and said, right, come on, let's go to the Nets and work on it, pretty sure basically said no, I'm out of form, I'm going to go away and not think about cricket. Um, that's how I've come to cope with it in the past and Ponting's criticising for that. And I, To be honest, if you're the coach of a batsman that's not scoring any runs and he's not wanting to go to the Nets, you can understand him being a little bit perturbed by that.
0: Yeah, I can see why he'd be upset by it or annoyed by it, but it's not something you go and tell your home board, right? I mean, the, the interview with cricket, he, or cricket.com.au or whatever they've obviously got very high regard for Ricky Ponting you can see how Punt speaks of him you can see how Prithvi Shaw actually speaks of him uh, I, th- I, him think, to I the-
2: think Ricky Ponting actually has got a very high regard for Prithvi Shaw as well hasn't he I think yeah yeah. yeah so I don't think it's a it's a case of I don't like this player this is I'm going to say this about him because I don't like him that, that's why I think it's there's a little bit of mind games there he's trying to just put something underneath pretty Shaw sure, to fire him up ahead of the tournament
0: exactly exactly I, I think it's probably been taken that, it's slightly been taken out of context what his quote was it, he was just saying this is his process but I hope he's changed his process he's gone and scored runs let's see what he does he could be a superstar in the making that's the rest of the quote right but Shaw and Panth are in terrific form and um, it looks like we've got all our bases covered in the Delhi Capitals. We've got Ishant back. We've picked up Umesh Yadav to back up. We had Tushar Deshpande play, playing last year for some games because we didn't have a backup Indian pace. And now you've got Umesh Yadav, who's, if nothing else, he's got a great test record in India. He's He hasn't done that well for the RCB that he's played for previously or the uh, Kolkata Knight Riders. He will play uh, if Ishant isn't fit. You've also got the... Uh, two uh, uh, South African uh, Quicks, uh, Nokia, who looks in red hot form, absolutely smashing. And you've got Robada, who's, who's absolute class. And, and the,
2: th- then... thing, the thing with them as well is that they are going, you know, they're going to be good. Um, because yeah. yeah, I mean, sometimes yeah. with a batsman, you kind of come into the tournament, you think, well, maybe a, maybe an opposition might have worked them out. Yeah, You, you can work out um, Rabada, you can work out Nokia, but you've still got to be able to play them because they, they send down some seriously quick, dangerous balls.
0: Oh, absolutely. And I mean, we'll have Amit Mishra back, who's our, who's our leggy. You're going to have Akshar Patel who, if he's fit. Now, he's done with COVID at the moment, but he'll, he'll be back in, in some time, hopefully. Um, so you'll have him in and uh, you'll have Ravi Chandran Ashwin in. So that bowling attack looks brilliant. I mean, it looks absolutely fantastic. You're going to have Stoinis rounding that off, who's going to provide that middle order kind of finishing along with Pant. My question actually is where the Smith will bat a three instead of Rahani, which is going to be the question. If Akshar plays, then uh, I think Smith will play but if Wokes or Tom Curran play at um, six or seven I suspect that's when Jinx will come in to play
2: Bit of a shootout potentially isn't there in the early games because Ribards and Norky don't come until yeah. the uh, current series against Pakistan is finished so there's, I think is it two or three games they've got at the start of the I think they're going to miss two or yeah. at least the first one on, on Saturday So you'd imagine that um, it gives somebody like Chris Wokes a chance to stake his claim before the other two overseas stars come in
0: Yeah, yeah absolutely so you'll, you'll You'll, you'll see Chris Wokes and Tom Curran play the first game, I would say, because they, they, they are they are good. It's against CSK as well. So it's uh, Punt versus uh, MSD. Uh, but Shikhar as well scored, scored a couple of hundreds last year, struck at 145. Again, he's upped his T20 game as well. So last year was probably getting used to the idea of making the playoffs, getting used to the idea of playing. They played their first final in 13 years last year. You must remember that it's not easy to come into your first final and be 24 for 3 You still fought through the game punt scored a 50 Iyer, that's the big blow for us Ayer being out of the IPL it's huge because when you think of the Delhi capital skipper it's nice but Tom, to Punt is a temporary captain for lack of a better
2: um I mean he was becoming uh, Ayer's team wasn't it he, he'd kind of he really was Yeah, uh, and obviously he's going to be watching from the sidelines or from home on his sofa and Rishabh Pant's going to be in charge of it this time which is a massive opportunity for Pant but, you know, you're not just losing a captain, but you're losing a very important batsman as well, aren't
0: you? Absolutely. And I mean, I think Punt will be looking to Ashwin, Rahani, Smith and those guys to kind of captain... Uh, with him in some ways because Ayer had got that experience. He probably fits more your mould of captaincy, kind of
2: calmer where things are are going ballistic. I don't don't think Rishabh Pant's going to be calm, is he? Because I mean, judging by the amount of noise that was coming from behind the stumps during the uh, series against England, he never shuts (laughs) up, does he?
0: No, I don't think he's going to be calm and without anyone to control him, I'd love to see his DRS reviews as well. (laughs) Him and Ashwin are going to make a great combination without anyone to stop them from taking the DRS but I think this time they've got. we haven't got newbies we haven't got Praveen Duwe playing or Tushar Deshpande playing I'd say this is probably the best squad we've put out ever And I'll, I'll tell you what, mind-
2: you know DJ that I am a Mumbai Indians fan but I would not mind if Delhi Capitals won it this time because I really enjoyed watching them last season Mumbai Indians have won quite a few um, yeah. And I, uh, yeah. Delhi Capitals obviously it's going to be potentially the end of a kind of mini year isn't it with the major auctions coming up and who knows what the squad's are going to look like by the time we speak again uh, ahead of next IPL um, well,
0: these guys also look like they get along with each other you saw the Stoinis yeah. Punt uh, kind of trolling Ricky Ponting on live television last year they all seem like you look at you follow
2: their Insta handles they're all enjoying themselves I don't think Richard Punt doesn't get along with anybody is that because I mean j- j- by the I, I love watching Richard Pant play because he he kind of embodies what you would hope you would be like if you got the chance to play top-level cricket. He just throws himself into it. He gives it everything he's got. He's got a smile on his face. He's always energetic. He's always got something to say. It just looks like he's enjoying his cricket. And that's what you want to see when you're watching players. Um, You see the ones that are really kind of serious. The, yeah, I mean, Going back to Owen Morgan, um, obviously, I, I, you know, ultimately, I'm an England fan and it was great to see him win the World Cup. He is so measured about everything. He's kind of like the Steve Davis of, uh, of cricket. Cricket, isn't he? Um, whereas Rishabh Pant is up and in your face and at him, there is never a dull moment watching Rishabh Pant play cricket. Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, we love him. We we absolutely love him, and we're glad that he's come out of his funk and he's he looks like he's enjoying cricket again. He wasn't for a little while. He was being trolled there with Dhoni chants in the in the crowd. I mean, Indian cricket fans can be cruel. Uh, let's face it; we, we we can be really cruel and hard on players. But I'm glad he's come through that phase. And uh... I t-
2: I'll tell you what, DJ, Indian cricket fans sometimes don't have much of a sense of humour either. If you if you're remotely critical on Twitter of um, an Indian player, I, I've said quite a bit about Kohli C- during the England series. People don't kind of get the nuances, I don't think, sometimes with uh, what you say, or uh, people are very defensive and not necessarily can take a joke. I don't think if you're an Indian yeah. cricket fan. And the reason is, I'll answer my own kind of comment here. The, the reason is cricket is so important to. to Indian people that it is not a joking matter is it you know you you kind of if you take the mickey a little bit out of an Indian player they don't see it as taking the mickey they see it as a full-out attack now you've also got people like Michael Vaughan just tweeting nonsense all the time so
0: So it's probably a function a little bit of that as well but uh, it's it's there's a a
2: lot there's a lot of that though in Twitter isn't there where you basically (laughs) you get people saying inflammatory things not necessarily because they believe them but because they know it's going to get them attention I think it's called fishing yeah Well, I'll tell you, I, I've seen your Delhi Capitals, and I'm going to raise your Mumbai Indians, and uh, yes, because the team that have uh, won it twice in a row are going to be the first team that are going to win it three times in a row, aren't they? They've got a terrific squad together. I mean, when we come to the next auction, we we had a little uh, chat about this the other day um, on the podcast. But obviously, the next major auction coming up, and the kind of the way you can keep five players, yeah, for the for Delhi Capitals and for Mumbai Indians who have got two successful squads at the moment, it's, that's going to be a big task, isn't it, to sit down as the franchise bosses and to think who are we going to retain here you know because obviously if, if you release some players you're fighting with everybody else to get them back there's no guarantee that you're going to get them back to your franchise so you're potentially releasing i mean, if look at Mumbai Indians you've got Jaspit Bomber in there you've got Rohit Sharma in there you've got Sky you've got Ishan Kishan so there's four stars a Hardik Pandya five stars Krunal Pandya six stars then you've got your overseas you've got to let some of those go at the end of this campaign who who on earth how on earth do you actually choose which ones you're going to cement in for next season and which ones you're going to basically release back in the auction and hope that you're going to get back yeah so you've got to
0: remember that you can only have three capped Indian players so I think with uh, Ishan, Kishan and Sky getting their caps. Um that complicates complicated, does not <laughs> it? Yeah. I think it's gonna be Rohit, Bumrah and Hardik, right? You've got you've got to go for your prime yeah. quick, you've got to go so for then, your captain so then, and you've got to go for your all rounder.
2: So then Suriakuma and Ishan are fighting it. Oh, yeah, yeah they, they could they could end up anywhere, couldn't they? Bring him over. We'll have them. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, by, by, by which time, Rishabh Pant will be at Mumbai. I'd imagine Rishabh Pant will be one of the first names yeah, to be retained think, by Delhi. I think it's going to be Pant, Ayer and uh, possibly Robada or Nokia, depending but, on how this year goes. But I mean, off off the back of that, you know, it is a massive season, isn't it, for some players? Because you've got to try and either stake your claim with your existing franchise by putting in a serious shift over the next two months, or you've got to at least put in a decent campaign so that other franchises will be interested in you. Otherwise, it could be... I I mean, we talked earlier about um, some of the older guys maybe moving on, but there will be some guys who are going to be released who are not going to then get bought again. This could be their last IPL. So there's um, a, a real opportunity for somebody. like, I mean, we talked about Moen Ali, who obviously released by our RCB, no guarantee he was going to get picked up, but CSK then bought him for a decent amount. If he has a really poor campaign this time around, we come to the major auction, people will be thinking, well, actually, let's look for somebody younger that we can maybe get cheaper. If he has a fantastic campaign this time around, he could go for even more next time, Couldn't he could, he could make himself a household name again so that is the same kind of equation in every every player's mind going into this IPL I need to actually show him what I can do here for next time
0: and, and it's really tough because if you fail for one franchise or you don't get a, a shot in some cases to play for that franchise all the other franchises lose interest in you so it's, unless you're like a maxi or someone who, who seems to get a gig irrespective of what you do in the last year he didn't hit a six last year no? he didn't hit a single ball over the boundary I last year he's gone to
2: the RCB the, This is what I'm saying with RCB. They could be really poor. You know, they could finish eighth or they could finish first. You know, going back to that conversation, if you're going to look at it with your glasses half empty kind of spectacles on, you've got Glenn Maxwell, who was absolutely awful in the last campaign but we know he can be fantastic but if he's awful again they've spent decent money on somebody that's not going to perform AB's not getting any younger and hasn't played cricket for some time Virat Kohli can't always do it on his own and you're bringing in um, Jameson who has got very limited experience of playing that kind of cricket and certainly not in India a lot of the money has been spent on players who could have quite poor tournaments if it doesn't go well for RCB, or they could be absolutely fantastic.
0: Yeah, and and that that's the beauty of the IPL. We've sat here; the points table could be the exact opposite <laughs> way around. So for yeah. all we know, uh, Delhi finishes seventh and Mumbai finishes eighth. And they it's it's about form, man. It's yeah. it's about peaking at the right time. It's about things falling in place for you for. Uh, the, the small margins in this in this tournament, I mean, well, um, you, if the Super overs, two of them in a day, who would have thought it? So.
2: I, I always think that word momentum, it's basically meaning confidence, isn't it? It, it? It's basically collective confidence in the side that things you're doing out there on the field are leading to good results. And obviously the reverse of momentum is a lack of confidence. I don't think we're going to be too far away with the way we've structured this one. Obviously we disagreed into, in, in a couple of occasions in slight orders, but generally speaking, we've got the teams in just about the same. Order.
0: And probably emotional picks CSK in Delhi for me. So uh, I could have equally gone with, with your order, although I would have made Delhi a losing finalist if if I was pushed to it, because I I don't want the SRH uh, to go through and play the final again. Because come 30th of May, I, I want to turn on my television and watch my team
2: play. I'll tell you what though, it's gonna be terrific. I know when we spoke last time, um you were like a kid before Christmas, um, and it's the same again, is You get that feeling. There's so much going on in the world of sports at the moment. Obviously, the English county season's about to start. Start. The Masters is about to be played. I love the golf over you know, the Masters weekend, but the IPL starting on Friday it's going to be absolutely fantastic. And I cannot wait to get cracking on it. Obviously, on the Cricket Badger podcast, we're going to be coming to you daily after each game. Edges and Sledges, what's your plans with that? Yeah, so we're going to be doing two episodes a week. We'll do one episode
0: releasing Monday and one episode releasing on Thursday. So we'll do a midweek update and a regular episode. And just following the game, and and uh, We we'll do all the updates. We'll wrap everything. Obviously, not quite as regular as you with your daily podcast, but uh, we, we'll try and stay up there. We should have some pretty interesting stuff. We're doing a fantasy league. Uh, we should have some pretty interesting guests on along the way as well. So uh, yeah, do tune in. We're at one tip, one hand on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. The number one tip, the number one hand, and uh, enjoy the IPL, guys. Uh, it's going to be a
2: fantastic tournament. Looking forward to it. DJ, yeah, I do recommend you listen to the Edges and Sledges podcast. DJ, it's an absolute pleasure always to speak to you. Um, And obviously you've got a glint in your eye. So have I, because the IPL is just around the corner. Enjoy it, mate. Cheers, James. Cheers. Thanks very much for having me on. And uh, thank you, everybody out there for listening. Make sure you tune in every single day to the Cricket Badger podcast as we go through IPL 2021. Thank you to Who Knows Wins for their support of these IPL dailies. I've been James the Cricket Badger, and I'll see you again tomorrow.